Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. It is just myself today. Andy is under the weather, but he should be back after the weekend match between Roma and Bologna. So this one is going to be a bit shorter, but nonetheless, uh, Andy will return in just a few days once he is feeling uh, back up to it. Roma, they advance in the Europa League after winning 3-0 over Sheriff. Before we get into that, though, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Musab Wahabi. Thank you, Musab, for your support. If you would like to join the patron group chat, get early access to uh, the podcast episodes, and a bunch of other things as well. You can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And of course, thank you to everyone for your support on the uh, video version of the podcast, youtube.com slash at IS Roma Press, where if you want to join the patron group chat, you can join in on the current debate that is going on uh, between some of our patrons. So uh, Roma, obviously, again, They progress after finishing second in Group G in their Europa League group. They finish behind Slavia Praha. And because of that, and this is something I have discussed a number of times, they are going to have two more more matches added to their already packed calendar. This is a team that I and I'm sure many of you believe has been pushed to its limits. It has been stretched to about as far as it can go without breaking, so to speak. And now they're going to have to deal with uh, two more games in their already, again, condensed uh, schedule. And what I have been really chewing over in my mind, and it is more so related to something that I I think needs to be discussed in relation to this, because I I don't think you can even have this conversation. To me, it doesn't seem intellectually honest to have this conversation with at least factoring this into the discussion. So with the, this overhaul that UEFA has done in, uh, in recent years to uh, sort of counteract what was done in regards to the the Super League, one of the things they did was award an extra Champions League place to the two uh, UEFA uh, UEFA member countries who finished first and second from the previous season in the uh, coefficient rankings. Now, Andy and myself, we have spoken about the coefficients mm-hmm. on here uh, ad nauseum. And it can get a bit complicated and difficult to understand. But uh, currently, first and second for the current season for the UEFA coefficient rankings, Germany, one, and Italy, two. Germany, I'm going to throw them up on the screen now. So Germany, they have an average of 12.214. Meanwhile, E, uh, Serie A Italy uh, 12.142 and then following them there is Spain, England, Belgium and actually after this final round of uh, European play France actually fell behind to Belgium so 
they i, I mean if we, if we want to talk about the big five you you always you always seem to see uh Ligun get thrown into that discussion but uh they are actually behind the belgian league now but nonetheless we have Serie A potentially being awarded a fifth Champions League place for uh, assuming they finish uh, again first or second in the country uh, UEFA coefficient ranking. As long as they finish first or second, they will be awarded a fifth Champions League place. Which, in my opinion, I I, I think it changes the entire complexion of how, how you view the table, how you view the approach that Roma and other clubs should take for the remainder of the season. And I know it can be a bit silly to base the entire second half of your season simply by way of potentially, because it's not even a guarantee, yeah? Uh, uh, because Serie A, the clubs of Serie A have done well uh, thus far in European play. Every single one of them remains uh, in European play, seven for seven. Meanwhile, I'm trying to think of uh, just some of the other clubs that really for for Spain, England that have that have dropped out. But um, we are potentially looking at again uh, this discussion of of top four potentially being not even a factor. It's not top five, and again, it it, it would be silly to base the entire second half all your. It would be silly to base how you think Roma should approach the entire second half of the season simply by hoping that uh, Senia finishes among the top one or two in the UEFA club, uh, the country coefficient rankings. But, 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 and this is where I add the major caveat to the discussion. I, and I, again, I'm sure many of you hold this uh, identical opinion i i think right now this roma does not have the means does not have the depth to be able to play multiple matches per week we're going to have the coppa italia beginning shortly next month and then in early february when the playoff round begins which by the way the teams that roma could potentially face we are not looking at teams that are a walk in the park. This is going to be the furthest thing from a guarantee that Roma progress. Now, they all we all know the path that Roma took last season where they played a host of very, very strong teams uh, on their path to the final, but we all know that they, went, they eventually, or I'm sorry, before getting to the final, they had to play in that playoff round, and they obviously did well in that. But this is <laughs> with, with the absolute number one clear objective for the season being returning to Champions League. And this is one of the first things I said in my post, uh, my immediate uh, reaction podcast that I do for, for the patrons. The first thing I said was, roll the dice, take the Europa League, you crumple it up, toss it into the bin. Toss it into the bin. Now, I know Roma's not going to do that. I know, I know Jose Mourinho is not going to do that. I know Tiago Pinto is not going to do that. I, I am admitting right from the beginning, I am aware that they are not going to do that. They are not going to do that. My opinion, though, doesn't have to fall into line of what they are going to do or even agree with theirs. 
I think, and I would be curious to hear what many of you have to say about this as well, because this is something that, again, this is uh, in our Patreon group chats right now. This is a one of the big debates going back and forth between what should they do if if fifth place is going to be good enough instead of fourth. Do we uh, perhaps preserve the health of the players of the team and try to have one match per week, depending on how you do in the Coppa Italia? They do face Cremonese next month, but as we saw last season, that is uh, the furthest thing from a guarantee when it comes to uh, Roma. Nonetheless, my overriding opinion was you have to roll the dice because you have to return to Champions League next season. There, There is no excuse. There is no alibi. There is no alternative. There is no sort of fallback objective that you can hang your hat on or your hopes on in your mind that would make it, at least in my opinion, that would give this season a positive outlook. Now, again, I don't think Roma are going to win the Europa League. Maybe you feel differently. We saw what happened last season. Again, they make it all the way to a final. They make it to a penalty shootout, and they are just barely, 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 barely uh, uh, just it just steps away from hoisting the trophy and having won, not only won the Europa League, but breaking the drought of non-participation in the Champions League. I understand if many of you are hoping or believe firmly that Jose Mourinho, Roma, they can do it again and they should go for it. My opinion is, based on what we have seen this season, what have we seen? We've seen a, a Renato Sanchez who... For all intents and purposes, instead of having his face on the, the the official website of Roma, I would feel as if it should belong on the uh, on the on the side of a milk carton as a, a guy who is missing. We saw him today play against Sharif, and I think he lasted sixty minutes. I cannot. May, I don't even know if it has happened yet this season. Has he played ninety minutes at all? for Roma since joining. I don't think he has. Of course, with Andy being out as well, our our uh, data and uh, statistics staff is out. But uh, I will I will circle back to that. But I, I, I think I am correct in that because the 60 minutes, this is the most minutes he has played uh, since the victory uh, against Empoli. But nonetheless, he has been essentially a non-factor. Chris Smalling, I am... Trying to think of a vegetarian or a tofu joke to put in here as to why it has taken him over three months at this point to return from a knee injury that seems to be never ending. I asked to his uh, his agency uh, and one of their attorneys uh, as to uh, what the situation was, if they were willing to make a comment, and they politely declined. And it, it it really does seem like, because if you ask Roma what the situation is, they, they won't give you much of an answer as to the clarity. The last I asked to them two weeks ago was we are still eval- we are evaluating the options. So they don't know when he is going to return. And you, you, he can't, Chris Mullen can't be counted on for the time being. For the next one to two months, you, you can't count on this guy. And by the way, when he returns, is he going to be the Chris Mullen of last season? I think it would be foolish to 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 rely upon that. 
And we're going to lose them in Indica for AFCON in the coming weeks. So this is a Roma absolutely depleted of its resources that has, again, been stretched to its absolute limits. It seems like poor Brian Cristante is never going to miss a single match for the remainder of the season. Today, you had Zaki, uh, you had Salik uh, playing in the back three. You had Karsdorp having to play. You had now uh, Romelu Lukaku is not going to face uh, Bologna this weekend due to suspension. He played today. We had Belotti not only play, but get on the score sheet. I, I, I would imagine, I would imagine uh, it is he and Stefano Sherawi starting up top against Bologna. So you have had a team have to use guys in positions that is not theirs. You have had to rely upon players that uh, perhaps Jose Mourinho in the preseason would not have uh, wanted to count on them. This is a team that, in my opinion, barely, barely, one match per week, uh, even uh, forget forget multiple in the same week. I, I mean, having less than a full week of preparation seems to be a very tall order for this team at the moment. And that's not even mentioning Paulo Dybala. I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about this guy. I, I love Paulo Dybala, as I'm sure most of you do, but not being able to have him or to count on him every single weekend is extremely frustrating for a number of factors. Obviously, he's one of the best players on the team. There is also the factor as to what Roma paid the guy. It is very frustrating. So I, I'm I'm very anxious to see what happens in this approach they take. Because, again, they are not going to draw. This is going to be no walk in the park. I, I mean, some of the teams they could face... Uh, Longs, Galatasaray, Braga, Fernord, again, for what seems like the, the umpteenth time. I, 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 I can do without them for this season. If we could draw somebody else, that, that, that would be much appreciated. But Benfica as well. Th this is not going to be, again, much, much like it was last season. The, the, there is no guarantee here in the playoff. There is no guarantee. And given... If we want to pull it up right now, and I'll show it on the screen for everybody, the Serie table at the moment. Okay, the margin for error here is not extremely high. Not extremely high. If we look at places 4 through 10, we are looking at Roma 4th, Lazio 10th in the table. A gap of 4 points. 4 points. 4 to 10. Four point gap. There is not a very large margin for error here. And mind you, this is the situation of now, of the 15th of December. This entire thing could be completely different in one week, two weeks. Again, I'm not going to regurgitate again for the 20th time in the last week as to the remaining calendar of Roma for December. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. You have... So so this weekend, Bologna. I, essentially, for the next month, it is a death march for Roma. And you're going to go in because that difficult stretch that we spoke of for the last month 
that difficult stretch, it, it essentially carries you into February, which is when that playoff round is. I just do not think if we, if we are looking with the path at the if the finish line is Champions League football for Roma and there are different paths we can take for me the most clear and obvious one with the least amount of risk is binning the Europa League now again I I know Roma is not going to do that Jose Mourinho is not going to do that but I, if we look, I, I would love to know what the percentages are. I, I haven't checked any of the any of the bookmaking sites. I, I would be curious to see just how Roma's chances for top four, uh, maybe even fifth position, what they are uh, currently, and then what they are for Europa League. I, I can't imagine that they have better odds for Europa League, uh, winning the Europa League, than they would for finishing top four or top five in Serie A. I, I, but maybe that is not the case. I'm, I'm trying to look it up now. But for me, I, I look at this team and I see what they have had to go through thus far this season. Jose Mourinho was asked in the post-match on Sky Sport, and it, it was funny to watch because his reaction, it, it doesn't do it justice when you just read it on the website. But for any of you who, uh, if, if you have a, a subscription to you know, Italian television, you, you'll, you will know what I am speaking of. But when they asked uh, Jose Mourinho on the post-match after the, the, the victory against Sharif, what what do you think of this team if they were to have everyone available at its disposal how strong is this roma and and the look on his face <laughs> it it was almost as if you could see in his eyes the hope but then also the pain of knowing is that ever going to happen has that happened i mean think about it Th j j just sit here for a moment I, and correct me if i am wrong but I think the only time this season where there has been the availability of Romelu Lukaku, Chris Smalling, best defender, uh, Paolo Dybala, most creative outlet uh, in terms of quality, undoubtedly the best, Lorenzo Pellegrini. Correct me if I am wrong. It was the match where Roma lost at home to Milan, which was when... Romelu Lukaku was presented. He played for uh, tw 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I think that was it. That was it. Just uh, think. Half of a season of Romelu Lukaku, Paolo Dybala, Lorenzo Pellegrini, and Chris Smalling. Inarguably, and, and I, I don't know, whoever you want to put as the fifth in terms of just, uh, j j in terms of just quality, in terms of your best players, you have not had your four or five best players of the team play a full match together once this season. Not once. Not once. And I agree with Jose Mourinho, by the way. If Roma had all of its players available, let's just assume, because this is Ice Roma, we, we all know and we have spoken ad nauseum on this podcast as to what the injury situation is, there's no reason to, to go into the deep, dark history of uh, what that 
looks like. But if Roma had everybody available, healthy, if we are if we are working under that assumption, I think I said that in one of the first episodes of the season. On paper, Roma is undoubtedly, in my opinion, a top three side in Serie A, behind behind Inter, Juve. I think they are better than Milan, if we want to factor in the managerial portion of the argument. Stronger than Napoli. On paper, on paper, on paper, on paper, on paper. But guess what? You win nothing on paper. That is worth, it's worth zero. I understand that. So given this, given that we can admit that Roma have not had their best players available, uh, their best four to five players available at any point this season, we can agree that uh, to even be top four right now, I won't say Roma have been lucky because when I look at the table in Serie A, and even if you have just casually watched some of the other uh, teams in, uh, in Serie A in the hunt for Champions League positions, I don't know if this is sort of a race in terms of best of the worst or if this is teams that are legitimately strong all fighting for a uh, Champions League place. Because, as I mentioned, after the match against Fiorentina, this Fiorentina does not impress me at all. Even Lazio, I, I feel that the same way of them. Napoli, the same. But then I see how they perform uh, during European play, and I think to myself, okay, well, uh, maybe I'm just being my usual pessimistic self, thinking that Serie A, the other clubs, they are just shit compared to the rest of Europe, and maybe I need to give credit to to the others. Maybe, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I need to change my mindset. But in my opinion, I, I, I just think that if we take a step back and if we look at the different paths Roma can take with the ultimate objective being Champions League football. I, I I mean, for me, it's one match per week and that's it. I, I mean, I would love, love, love to see Jose Mourinho have that kind of preparation time. I would love to see him have guys uh, uh, feeling uh, more, more, more energy, healthier, uh, not risking more injury. I, that, of course, doesn't give you any guarantee. Uh, that 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 means nothing. That doesn't mean that just because you play one match per week now, Chris Smalling is going to uh, uh, rise from the dead, walk onto the pitch, and become the player that he was last season. I, I understand that. However, if we can already agree that the means of the squad have been pushed and tested to their limit, for me, I, I just, if I am thinking logically, because I, I do not think Roma are going to win the Europa League. I, I think, let's just say, they do make it to a final. I think Liverpool, in my opinion, very strong. I, I would not particularly care for their chances in a match like that. However, I do agree with Jose Mourinho in this sense. One of the things he said during his post-match, uh, press, or post-match interview on Sky Sport was, if I do have everybody available, if I do have everyone at 100%, we can compete with anybody, not only in Serie A, but all of Europe. And I, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I mean, just the thought of having uh, Pellegrini, Smalling, Paolo Di Balla, uh, Romelu Lukaku, 
Spinazzola, even Indica. I, I mean, let's go on and on and on and on and on. Cristante. I, I mean, just the thought of having them available on the same, in the same game, playing together on the same pitch, it, it seems like fantasy. It seems like fantasy. It, it seems not real. It hasn't happened. I, I don't know. More than Roma and Serie A. No, no other club has had to deal with injuries to this extent, this consistently. Again, Andy and I, we say it all the time. You know, they have changed the training pitch two dozen times. They have they have different uh, uh, exercise and training uh, coaches and physios. All of this stuff has changed. There's, there's something in the universe that, that is far beyond our understanding and way beyond the control of Roma supporters, so on and so forth. But when I take a step back and I, I just think to myself, okay, well, I want to return turn to Champions League. I, I am I don't know how everybody else feels for what your personal objectives were Roma were this season. For me it was simple. Champions League it basta. Nothing else. I don't care about uh you know uh, Coppa Italia. If you get if, you know if you if you make it to a final great uh, I am focused on one thing and I think most would agree that top 4 top 4 top 4 top 4 top 4 that's it. I only care about or in this case this case top 5 returning to Champions League. That's it. I am slowly, slowly wanting them to just toss Europa League into the bin. Now, there's also the risk in doing that, the thing that potentially adds to you another Champions League place in Serie A. By, by bidding Europa League, you are basically it's uh, self-sabotaging yourself in the way because the reason that they are in, uh, that they are near the top of the UEFA country uh, member uh, coefficient rankings. The, the, one of the reasons they are at the top is because they have had all of the teams in Serie A, whether it be uh, Champions League, Europa League, Conference League, they have been taking it serious. So Roma, again, it, it would essentially be self-sabotage by binning the Europa League. Um, nonetheless, though, I, I, this is one of those things when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, supporting the other clubs of Serie A in Europe. It's always divisive, but I find it weird because because um, uh, Italian fans we don't we, we don't do that. We always want the other clubs in Serie A to lose. But if we want to gain this extra spot of Champions League in Serie A, uh, you almost have to uh, remove that mindset from your head. But for me, again, I know this is a very elementary way of viewing the situation. But I am, I am comfortable if Jose Mourinho were to come out and he says, you know what, listen, it's not that we are not going to take the Europa League serious. We're going always to try and win. But I am going to focus my resources strictly and almost at 100% on the league, on Serie A. That's what I would do. Let me know what you all think about that. I, I know it is not so elementary. I, I know it's not one or the other. Uh, but obviously, though, as things progress further, further, further into the season, where we potentially have more uh, more periods of Palo de Balla not being available, Chris Smalling still being uh, uh, on the sidelines with this injury, 
I, I think this decision at one point or another, it is going to come into play. And I think most, again, I, th- I think most of us would prefer that the resources, the focus be on Serie A. But we will have to cross that bridge when we get to it. Now, this weekend, before before going here, uh, Roma, they have Bologna. They are playing at the Dallara. Now, one of my favorite stadiums, because I tell the same story time and time again, the last time uh, I was there, the plumbing in the restrooms was, uh, we shall just say, uh, out of order and, and not functioning properly, uh, which isn't a surprise when you have a stadium at that age. So if any of you are going, just uh, again, forewarning that the, uh, when you go there, that is one thing you have to uh, keep an eye on. But this is going to be obviously a difficult match. We all know. Bologna, they've been very, very, very impressive thus far this season. Add on to the fact, uh, no Romelu Lukaku, no Paolo Dybala. So you're going to have to do this with Belotti and I think uh, El Sharawi in attack. Now, in my opinion, that's still enough quality, at least in attack, to do something. What happens in this one, though, I, I, I don't know. I don't know simply because if you want to talk about just inconsistency, and I said the same thing about uh, Fiorentina last weekend, where when it comes to Bologna, man, you you just do not know which which version of Tiago Motesan you are going to get. There are times where they look fantastic, and then there are others where you just think, wow, that is not the team playing that very uh, sort of free-flowing playing uh, playing style that uh, that they are used to doing under Tiago Mota. I don't know what to expect. I do not know what to expect at all. They are, again, just a, a difficult team to understand. I mean, Xerxes uh, coming out of nowhere this season, I, I, it's been extremely impressive to see the way he has been playing. He has essentially been carrying their attack. They all, I'm trying to think other guys that I really like beyond um, beyond the obvious ones. Now, Skorupski in net. We always know that the purge is potentially on when you have a... A former player of Roma facing, uh, coming back to face his old team. Calafiori as well. I, I mean, the purge, I, I mean, you, you have to double it. Because, by the way, Skorupski, anytime he plays Roma, he always, always performs extremely, extremely, extremely well. It is maddening to see some of the performances this guy has pulled off in recent seasons against Roma. It's, 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 it's shocking. Absolutely shocking. But I, I I really don't know what to expect from this one, simply because these are two sides that have been up, down, up, down, up, down all season in terms of performance. Now, obviously, Roma, they have been able to get these late results uh, very late into the match recently. I <laughs> With this one, though, this Bologna, man, they are, they are such a... Such a disciplined side, which it, when it came to Tiago Mota, that was a thing where I thought to myself, okay, well, uh, you know, congratulations. You were able to do it with the BSG, uh, a 
under 12s or whatever uh, whatever side of uh, at P- whatever you signed at BSGA he was overseeing uh, but it is another thing to be able to uh, to implement your way and your views of playing with a, obviously a senior team and when I saw him at at uh, at Genoa I thought oh this poor guy seems to be over his head now of course it was uh, the old Genoa but nonetheless I, I was not that impressed he improved at Spezia. I was surprised they uh, they let them go in the manner that they did. And then, obviously, he he ends up at Bologna after Mihailovic. I, he really has instilled discipline in them. I mean, defensively, it, it just seems like a night and day transformation of them. But when it comes to this one, it was going to be difficult even with Paolo Dybala. And Lukaku. Now you remove those two, and obviously it becomes a very, 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 very tall task. However, you have to, you can't leave there with a defeat. That, that just forget that. Just I, I can't even bring that into my mind because at this point, the points that you dropped early again. I know I say the same thing. The the results to Salernitana, Hellas, Verona, they look so bad after each prog- progressing weekend. It, it just, they get so more ugly and ugly and indefensible the more the season progresses and it's difficult to accept. So in order to gain ground, you, you have to get the results like this one. You have to get something away from home. You have to... I mean, at worst, get a draw. At worst, but I'm sure, like many of you, I'm I am expecting a victory. I am expecting a victory because now what is going to happen is you have Napoli facing Cagliari. What are some of the other? Let me let me check what some of the other matches for the match they are. So you have uh, Juve going away uh, to Liguria to face Genoa. You have Milan hosting Monza. Fiorentina home to Verona, Inter at the Olimpico against Lazio, and then Atalanta home to Salernitana. So a few of those teams, relatively easy fixtures. You you can't mess this up. You can't. You can't leave there empty-handed. A draw is worst case scenario, in my opinion, but they need a victory here. They need to do it. They need to do it. And this is something where if you can get a win without your two with, with without your two best players, ride that momentum going into these next matches against Napoli, Juve, and then we go into January, where you have also matches against Atalanta, Mila, getting a victory against Bologna away from home, missing a number of key pieces. That is something that can really give Roma a boost. And that is something they need right now. They need right now. The squad is depleted. They are coming off of a really ugly, ugly game against Fiorentina. They have to do it. They have to do it. Let's see what happens. We will keep our fingers crossed, obviously. Uh, I cannot believe I am going on uh, over 35 minutes of this. I apologize if, if you are still here. Please know, I thank you so much for your support. I thought to myself, wow, I am going to find it difficult to even talk 20 minutes 
never mind uh, never mind 35 so i'm going to leave it there andy and myself we will return after the weekend until then ciao